One of the most important components of podcasting is the podcast hosting. Now, picking the right podcast hosting is crucial for the success of your podcast, especially from a long-term perspective. So in this episode, we will look at some of the very important things that you need to look for in a good podcast hosting and also talk about why these are critical for the success of your podcast. Welcome to the Podcasting University. Looking for help on starting your own podcast? Then this is the place to be. We will help you with everything from selecting your topic to promoting and monetizing your podcast in the simplest language possible. Listen to other podcasters who've been through the grind and learn from them as we interview them every week. You can find more details on thepodcastinguniversity.com. Hello and welcome to the Podcasting University. This is Dilip, your host, and this is episode 74 of the Podcasting University. Now, if you don't know me, I'm a podcaster, blogger, and affiliate marketer. I host a few podcasts, including this one, where I share practical podcasting tips and help you with getting started with your own podcast. Now, if you're new here, you might want to check out some of my earlier episodes where I talk about some of the basics of getting started with your podcast. And if you don't want to miss my future episodes, don't forget to subscribe to the show. Now, on to today's topic, which is podcast host or podcast hosting. Now, podcast hosting is one of the critical aspects in podcasting. If you pick the wrong host, you could end up with a multitude of problems, including losing all of the content that you've created, which is something that happened to me when I started off with blogging in a similar situation where I opted for the incorrect hosting and ended up losing all of the content that I had generated for almost about three years. So when it comes to podcast hosting, it is important that you pick the right podcast hosting company so that your content is safe and you are safe from a content rights perspective. And now when it comes to podcast hosting, there are two options that you usually have. One is free podcast hosting and the second one is premium podcast hosting. And that depends upon if you want to pay for hosting or not. If you're new and are testing the waters, then it is absolutely fine to go with a free podcast hosting. But if you are in it for the long term, then I would recommend going with a premium host because of two reasons. One, you always get better support when you pay for it. And number two, if something is being offered for free, then keep in mind that you are the product. I don't have anything against free podcast hosting and and I know a few good companies that offer free podcast hosting as well. In fact, I too started off with a free podcast hosting. But like what I said, if you are in it for the long term, then do consider upgrading your hosting to a premium podcast hosting. So in this episode, we're going to talk about premium podcast hosting and what are seven important things that you need to look out for if you are planning on going with a premium podcast hosting. So let's get started. Number one, flexibility. Now, you want your host to be flexible enough to accommodate your needs. Most of these premium podcast hosts offer various plans, in fact, at different levels. And something that is common with all of these plans are that they are limited on aspects like how much you can upload, or how many listens or download your episodes can get, or maybe the total amount of data that you can use, etc. Now, in all of these, a critical factor is that there is a limitation to how much of the hosting space you can use. In a situation that your podcast grows, 
you will need additional uploads or maybe more number of listens or even more data usage. So you don't want to go with a host who cannot offer you the flexibility of upgrading your plans based on your needs or they automatically upgrade your plan based on how your usage is trending. Keep in mind that it is a very important aspect when you are picking a podcast hosting company. And if you have to keep switching between plans manually, then it is absolutely not the right way to host your podcast. So go with a company who can offer you the flexibility of upgrading your plans or a company that can do it automatically for you. Number two, the limit criteria. Now we just spoke about different criteria that podcast hosting companies use to limit your usage. And with so many options out there, it is normal for you to get confused on what is a good criteria for you as a podcaster. Some of the things that you might want to keep in mind are one, upload limit is always the best option to go with. Now most podcast hosting will offer you about, about 120 to 130 MB of uploads even in the lowest plan, which is good enough if you're releasing about four interview episodes in a month. Now, one thing you might want to check is if the limit resets every month, because if it doesn't, then it is a serious limitation, and which, which is something that you don't want to go with. Now, these limits can both be in terms of hours and upload file size, but whatever it is, if the limit is being put on the amount of upload that you can do, then that is a criteria or that is a limit that is desirable for you. And that is what I would recommend that you go with when picking a premium podcast hosting site. Now, listens and data limits aren't the ideal ones from a usage perspective. So I wouldn't recommend going with any of these because it's quite possible that you don't have a lot of episodes, but your podcast just blows through the roof and you get a ton of downloads or listens. So if your podcast hosting site is limiting you in terms of the number of listens or downloads that are happening, then it is a serious limitation. So ideally, I would like you to go with a podcast host who has no limits on listens or downloads. If number three, some podcast hosts have a limit on the amount of analytics history that they store. Now, this is again not recommended because analytics is a very critical part of your podcasting journey and you want to know how your podcast has grown over a period of time. So if you see a host who is limiting the amount of analytics that is being made available to you, then I wouldn't really recommend going with such a podcast hosting company. So those are three aspects that you might want to keep in mind from a limit criteria perspective. We're almost five minutes into today's episode and I'm hoping that you are enjoying the conversation until now. If you are, then then please do consider referring this podcast to your friends, your family and your social media circles. Whoever is interested in getting started a podcast, they'll be able to find a lot of value in this show. So do consider referring the Podcasting University to people who you think will benefit from this information. Now, let's continue with the conversation. Now, moving on to the third one, which is the features. Now, with competition going up, podcast hosting companies are offering multiple features to their users. And when you're paying for something, why shouldn't you be getting the best features that are available out there? So compare different podcast hosts on what features they offer and then decide the best one to go with depending upon what are some of the features that you would like to have. Now, here are some of the basic features that most podcast hosting companies offer and which I would recommend that you should get. But then which of these is critical to you is entirely dependent upon your goals and your requirements. So number one, 
distribution to the various podcast directories and networks now this is a no brainer any podcast hosting company should give you the facility of automatic distribution to various podcast directories and networks because that's the initial method of promoting your podcast that is where you will get your initial listeners from so if you have to manually go out there and submit to each of these podcast directories then that is absolutely not a recommended option to follow so go with a podcast hosting company that can offer you distribution to these various podcast directories and who has the widest network in terms of distribution number 2 a podcast player preferably an embeddable one because this is something that you will need if you have a website and i always recommend having a website for your podcast so if you have a website then you would need to embed your episodes on every episode page that you create on your website and when you're doing that you want an embeddable podcast player so see if your podcast hosting company offers you an embeddable podcast player now when we're talking about podcast player i don't use the embeddable podcast players that the hosting companies offer because of some specific reasons which is something that i'll be talking in one of my later episodes but i use a third party service to embed my podcast which is something that i'll tell you towards the end of this episode number 3 reliable statistics now like what i said statistics and analytics is a very critical part of succeeding in podcasting so you would want something that is reliable data that is reliable data that you can rely on and that you know that is it is accurate so how would you know that a data is accurate there is no way of you checking if a data is accurate but you can always rely on data that has been certified by an authority the authority here is iab and if a podcast hosting company is offering you statistics or data that is iab certified then you can vouch on it and you can and you can stay assured that the data is reliable so go with a company that offers you statistics that are iab certified number 4 a podcast website now pretty much every podcast hosting company today will offer you a podcast page where all of your podcast episodes will stay so if you are somebody who doesn't want to go out there and create a website for your own then you can use this podcast page to direct your listeners to so ensure that you are checking with your podcast hosting company if they offer you a free podcast website or not number 5 monetization options which is something that we will be discussing in a little more details in some time number 6 a mobile app preferably so that people can also listen to your podcast on the mobile phones number 7 integrations with third parties like for example with youtube headliner wave because these are ways that you'll be using to promote your podcast once your podcast is launched number 8 transcriptions though transcriptions with most podcast hosting companies will only be available with the higher end plans but that is an option that should ideally be there with your podcast hosting company because tomorrow when you're upgrading to a higher plan you don't want to see that the transcription feature is not there and consequently you have to shift to a new podcast hosting company just because of this feature number 9 podcast migration control now this is a very important aspect and i'll be talking about this in a little more detail in a little while from now number 10 the option to schedule your episodes now we as podcasters at times can feel extremely overwhelmed when we are not able to release episodes timely 
So in order to be consistent and in order to be regular with releasing your episodes, I always recommend batch producing. So if you are batch producing, then you also need to have the option of scheduling your episodes because that way you can be tension free thinking that, okay, my podcast is already scheduled and it will go out on that specific date and time without me actually intervening with it. So a scheduling option is a must-have with your podcast hosting company. Ensure that you're picking a company that offers you the option of scheduling your episodes. Now, moving on to the fourth one, which is monetization. Now, monetization is a very important part of podcasting. And with podcasting taking off and most podcast hosting companies making a lot of money with these podcasts, it becomes important for them to support podcasters in monetization as well. And that is precisely what a lot of podcast hosting companies are doing these days. Now, while the payouts might be measly today, it is still money that you're earning. So don't let go of monetization options that your podcast hosting companies offer you. Now, monetization from a podcast hosting perspective has two different formats. The first one is a sponsored ad. A sponsored ad is in the form of general ads or podcast promotions. General ads would be ads that are related to general products and services that might not necessarily be related to the podcasting industry. Whereas podcast promotions are promos that other podcasters are running on podcasts. So these are two forms of sponsored ads that you will usually find at your podcast hosting company. The Buzzsprout ads are podcast promotions that they are running. Whereas ads that Spreaker and Acast and all provide you, they are in the form of general ads. Now, number two is subscription. With Apple Podcasts starting to offer podcast subscriptions and listeners willing to pay for premium content, subscription is going to be a big part of monetization. Now, you don't want to fiddle with multiple sites and hosts to offer subscription option to your listeners. You don't want to switch between multiple services to give this option to your premium listeners. Your podcast hosting company should have the option of offering a subscription plan to your listeners. Now, while the earning might not be immediate and it might not be a lot, going with a podcast hosting company that offers monetization options can help you in the long run when you are ready to monetize your podcast using subscription options. Number five, podcast migration. Now, this is another very important criteria to keep in mind. It is not necessary that you always like the first podcast hosting company that you go with. You might join them, you're testing their features and then you feel that they are probably not the best fit for you. Once you subscribe to them and start using them for some time and when you end up with issues, you would want to move to another podcast hosting company. You don't want to be tied up with any particular podcast hosting company. It is hence that I recommend going with a monthly payment option until you're completely satisfied with the company. Then if you're satisfied, you can always go with the annual payment option if the company has that option. But irrespective of all that, what you would want to keep in mind is that you shouldn't go with a podcast host who doesn't offer you the option of migrating your podcast or who puts a lot of limitations or policies and processes when you want to migrate your podcast. Podcast migration can be a headache and has a lot of issues and limitations, which is something that I'll be talking about in another episode. But if you ever have to migrate your episode, then your podcast hosting company has to give you a seamless option of doing that. It has to be simple and preferably something that you're able to manage on your own. So keep in mind that you need to go with a podcast hosting company who offers you podcast migration. Number six, analytics. Now, analytics is another critical part of your podcast's growth. What you want is not just some data, but data that is reliable, that you can trust, 
and that reliability comes from certifications. So IAB certified data is reliable and hence I recommend going with a podcast hosting company who is IAB certified. There are about 19 such podcast hosting companies who are IAB certified like Acast, Spreaker, Anchor, Buzzsprout, Blueberry, Libsyn. So you can pick any of these companies who are IAB certified just because you don't want data that is not reliable. But whichever podcast hosting company you go with, ensure that you're going with somebody who can provide you with reliable statistics. And number seven, which is podcast distribution. Podcast distribution is a very critical piece in the growth of your podcast. There are a ton of podcast directories out there and manually submitting your podcast to these can be a big pain. It is here that most podcast hosting companies have made it easier for their customers by automatically submitting the podcast to these prominent directories. Now look for a podcast host who can help you with maximum distribution, at least to the more prominent directories like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts, etc. Now this automatic submission isn't the best thing to do and I don't usually recommend it, but it is good to start off with by opting for the automatic submission and at a later time you, you can always go and claim your podcast on these directories which is again something that i'll be demonstrating on my youtube channel so if you're not subscribed to my youtube channel go ahead and subscribe to it today itself because there i show a lot of these practical tips in terms of running and promoting a podcast so those were the seven important aspects that you need to keep in mind when selecting a premium podcast hosting service now if you want to know what is the hosting company that i prefer and i recommend then you can always visit the podcastinguniversity.com where you will be able to find the link in the show notes the company that I recommend is Acast. Acast is an amazing podcast hosting company who offers you almost all of these features. In fact, they offer you unlimited podcast episode uploads, unlimited listens, unlimited analytics, and a lot more. And they are probably one of the best podcast hosts out there. But which company would you want to go with is entirely your choice. This is something that I recommend. You can read more about Acast and my experience with them on the podcastinguniversity.com. So that is all that I have for this episode. But before I leave, like what I said, how do I embed my episodes on my blog or on my website? Now, one of the problems that I faced is that if you ever migrate podcast hosts and if you're using the podcast hosting company's embeddable players, then what happens is when you migrate your podcast host, these players stop working. And most of the times what your website visitors will find is a dead podcast player that is not playing. So in order to avoid this and in order to avoid any unnecessary headaches when I'm migrating my podcast, if at all I have to, I use a simple little tool called as Fusebox. You'll be able to find a link to Fusebox and other details on the podcastinguniversity.com. Do visit the podcastinguniversity.com where you'll be able to find the show notes, the resources that I talk about in this episode and all of the links where you can find the Podcasting University and the link to the Podcasting University YouTube channel as well. So visit the podcastinguniversity.com if you would like to learn more about these resources. Now I'll be back again the next week with another interesting piece on podcasting. But until then, you can listen to the Podcasting University on your favorite podcasting platform, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Amazon Prime Music, and all of the other podcasting channels as well. So pick your favorite ones and start listening to the show there. I'll be back again the next week. But if you have any questions around podcasting, 
do visit podcastinguniversity.com and drop your questions in there and I'll personally respond to them. That is all that I have for this week. Until the next week, you all have a good rest of the day and rest of the week. This is goodbye from Dilip. Dilip.